So, Fat Man. Sleazy. Uh, nothing's happened recently, right? Nope. We're good. We're good. See you next week. See you next week on the wrestling show. Welcome, everyone. This is Sleazy. It's next week already? Yes. Surprise. Welcome, everyone, to another wonderful episode. On today's show, we have... Hey guys. A very, 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 very happy the University of Georgia Bulldogs uh, did not use any lube last night. Um, I saw the score. Holy shit, dude. It's like Texas Christian University scored one touchdown. Georgia said, it's a game over. <laughs> we're just going to keep scoring on you. Over. I know we're a wrestling podcast, but when I was watching it, and they were interviewing Kirby Smart. I go, what do you have to do? And he went, aggression. And he said it like that. I, I went, they're fucked. <laughs> and but they're a good Christian school. And yeah. I guess so. Jesus. Okay. Let's get into shit. I need my tablet because I'm so unprepared right now. With breaking news coming out of today. So we're going to start with news and rumors, and there's really not a lot, but the, obviously the big thing is um, the whole Vince McMahon thing. That's So he, long story short is he wrote a letter to the board saying he wanted to be reinstated because he uh, wanted to oversee meteorized deals and a potential sale. The board pretty much meshes back saying, well, that's good. We're good. We're fine. We're fine. And then Vince is all like, well, okay, then if you don't put me on, I own the majority of the shares. So I'm going to veto everything that comes to it unless you reinstate me. So he got reinstated to the board. Three members of the board resigned, one of them being the lead investigator for this whole thing, which I will get to in a minute. Um, then news comes out today. Like literally an hour before we go on live. Stephen McMahon resigns. Nick Khan is the only CEO. Triple H is apparently still in creative. He's the um, chief operating officer as well. Chief creative officer. Cre- chief creative officer, yeah. Um, so this is interesting. And it's interesting as for a business perspective because there's a couple things that are involved. One being, let's talk about Vince pretty much saying, give them an ultimatum, reinstate me or else. It's effectively a hostile takeover. It is, but it's not well, because retakeover. What I'm going to say. So takeover her? when I read that the lead investigator resigned once Vince was there, this told me it was a witch hunt towards Vince McMahon. They were trying to get him out of the business so they can take over. And now they didn't really think because you got to also remember he's a smart man, a shares and B shares. And what a share is, is pretty much a shares. You have voting interest B shares. You don't, you can just buy stock. 
without any voting interest. Vince owns the majority of the A shares, which means he has a voting interest on what anything happens to his company. Mm-hmm. And he's had that since October 99 when they went public. So, like I said, I think some of this stuff is, it was a, these allegations, I think, I have no evidence that they're bullshit, but if Vince has been separated from Linda, Vince is with another woman, but he wants to kind of keep it private. Then it doesn't work out. So then they, but he's like, okay, it does work out, but I want you to sign a non-disclosure agreement. That could have happened too, you know? And then now they're like, oh, these accusations, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So let me start with the witch hunt, Connor. I don't think it was a witch hunt. Um, I think that the reason why the lead investigator... Hold on. Uh, Dietz is going to be on five minutes, but keep going. Okay. Um, So I don't don't agree with the fact that it was necessarily a witch hunt because the the lead investigator was signed. I believe that it's a very fair assessment to say that if his investigation ultimately failed, obviously he's got to go. Right. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say it was witch hunt because he left. I'm saying that he he realized that if they're just going to put him back in after all the work I've done, then there's no reason for me to stay. That's true. Um, That's true. To the second bit. Um, and I'm going to say this. I have been guilty of this. But have you ever heard of the 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 phrase don't shit where you eat? He, Vince is a prime example of don't shit where you eat. The only problem is Vince has been been fucking where he worked because that's where he always is 20 hours a day. So oh, that hurt. <laughs> God. So while yes, he probably did some things they probably shouldn't have done in terms of fucking the wrong employee at the wrong time and caused perception of impropriety, even though technically it wasn't, could have cost WWE, a public company, serious money and can cause way more issues than what could have been just a a few million dollars here or there. If Vince paid it, that was fine. If WWE paid it, that's a whole different ballgame. And that was part of the reason why the the whole investigation was the way it was. Um, I don't think they would have had a problem if they came to the conclusion that Vince paid the hush money and no actual funds came from WWE's pockets. But that, I don't believe that was true because even as this was all coming out, they were supposed to pay back W. He was supposed to pay back WWE money that apparently WWE had paid up. Which Vince has not yet done that. Correct. Um, which also that that's also added to the fact that as soon as Vince was announced to be back on the board, their stock went up. It did not go down. It went up 24%. Yes. And I, as of yesterday, I don't know what it was today, but it went up as of yesterday, 24%. um, So that is a live show, right? Ridiculous. The highest has ever been. It was at $86, I do I do believe. 
it's up another 2.73. So currently it is at $90.24. Jesus Christ. Um, um, when it shot <laughs> up, it was it was originally trading at $71. So it's it's up. $20 in two days. Five, five days. Um, I think I've been saying the whole time there's no sale. There's going to be a sale. There's obviously going to be a sale. Um, Con was brought in the company to sell the company. According, I, I, to, according I, to Conrad Thompson. No, that was way before Conrad ever spoke about this. Because Con was the absolute best person to facilitate sales. That's what he's done in the past. Whether or not what Conrad said, which, by the way, was that he would get some huge bonus if he got WWE. Well, so. he had a friend who know a friend who used yeah. to work for the same company Whatever. for Nick Khan and mm. blah, blah, blah. That sounds like complete full of shit, especially when he said it was more than what AEW would make in a year on their TV deals. That was a big fucking bullshit slight too. Um, well, here's a thing about this whole situation and it's it's fascinating because like Vince is now back as the executive as the chairman of the board yep he now re- runs his own company again mm-hmm. he can um he could take over now there's another thing that also could happen say he does sell it mm-hmm. you think We'll get to who in a minute. Actually, you know what? Let's get to who do you think would buy it? Who do I think would buy it? How about this? Who, would who be do you running th- for it? Who do you think would be in the running to buy it? There, there's five companies that I believe would have the capital and have the interest to do it. Uh, Chip, I know you, you haven't spoken a single bit since it started. So, <laughs> well, you all been. Constantly going, so it's, it's been it's a hard thing to talk about. It is. Um, I when I know we talked about it in the past of it possibly happening again, but when he put his iron dick out and said, "This is how it's going to be," and you're on like it or leave it, and then the resigning, and then now Stephanie resigning, it it's just all like I don't even know how to describe it. It's. Like I was at work and I got the update on Twitter about Stephanie resigning. I'm just like, hey, what? Why? What? And then I read the article that you all posted in the chat, and um, I do believe there's going to be a sell, and I have an idea of the of five that I think that would be part of that, or would be in the running sport. Uh, it's here's the thing. It, it, there's even rumors that Vince wants to take creative over again. I don't think, see, I don't think that's going to happen because he was very adamant. Well, again, heels lie. Actually, heels tell the truth. Faces lie. Hey, he had a salmon jacket on when he took over the board. But here's <laughs> the thing. He was very adamant in his letters. I had all three letters and they were so, so long. I was going to read them, but I'm not going to. But the pretty much he was very adamant that he thinks everybody was doing a great job. Then he's his intent is not to return to creative. 
His intent is to help with any, again, meteorite deals or transactions, and that's it. And so he said it at least three times publicly that he has been very much liking what everyone has been doing while he was absent. That does not mean that he will not go back to creative. That's just what Vince has said publicly. As far as people willing to buy the company, there's eight people who I think are interested, but legitimately, I don't think there's Endeavor, but they're worth less than what WWE's worth. What's Endeavor? Uh, that's um, UFC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Endeavors. They have something else too. That I thought they were something. Um, I can't remember. UFC. Yeah. It, yeah, but they have something else that's. Or maybe that's Liberty Media's UFC. What either Endeavor or Liberty Media? Um, Fox, obviously Disney, Netflix, yep. Amazon, Warner Brothers Discovery. That'd be interesting. Or Comcast. Oh, now, God. which is NBC Universal. Yes. So. There's one that you didn't say that I think is a dark horse, but is very possible, which is um I have two that are venture, uh, partners. Um well insight venture partners does a lot of different things, but here's what I could see them doing is selling to a collection of venture capitalists. Oh, there goes uh, Sleazy's thing again. Yeah, well, I'll fix that later. Um sorry folks for who wanted to see me on Twitch. Uh, yeah. Um <laughs> All to them, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if they sold to a group of venture capitalist firms, so that each one had like ten percent of it, and it was like ten different venture capitalist firms. Because I think that's where they would get the most money out of it. But um, oh, if we, if, we got Brandon Deets. Welcome to the show, Brandon Deets. <clears throat> While you were uh, um, on your way in, we're actually talking about currently the little bit of turmoil turmoil that the board of directors of WWE is right now. We're talking about um, sales of WWE and who could. So what what all what all companies have you already went over? We just I just named off a few. Um, Comcast, Fox, Disney, Warner Brothers, Amazon, Netflix, Endeavor, and Liberty Media. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be kind of wild if Endeavor gets it. I don't think they have enough money to get it. Unless they find more backers. Well, that's where the whole conglomerate of venture capitalist firms comes into play. I'm gonna look at Russell. I'm gonna look at go ahead and talk. I'm gonna look because Brandon Thurston posted something about Russellnomics about each one of those market shares. So what would make that interesting is that is the parent company of the UFC. Uh okay, Endeavor, right? Yes. So they are worth 10 billion. WV's worth 6.5. That would be a lot of money. That's more than half their their market cap. Liberty Media is twelve point nine. Fox is eight or sixteen point eight. Warner Brothers is twenty seven point five. Netflix is one hundred and forty point four. Comcast is one sixty four. 
Disney is 171.3 and Amazon is worth 878 billion dollars. Billion with a B, folks. God damn. I, I don't think well this is me thinking cuz I unfortunately work for one of those companies. I can't see I can't see the mouse picking it up. Even though it would make sense, but I don't see it. The only thing I would I, I, it makes sense for is that's another feather in their cap for live television via Disney Plus. Bezos just lost out on the NFL, uh, due to Google. Maybe NBC Universal slash uh, Comcast slash Xfinity. It makes sense because they're already a part of it. So they're already a part of Peacock. They're already a part of uh, the brand. Uh, USA is technically one of their channels. Fox being the other one. Fox won't it buy a, it. It would be a a, a uh, basically a uh, price cut for them because they yes. spend so much money on it. Between yes. Peacock with the, the pay-per-views and all that stuff. And, and the rights and deals. The rights deals for the other part of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it like to me that kind of makes sense. Uh, I've heard hinklings of Saudis getting involved. Yeah, Saudi was another one. I think politically they won't do it. Well, look what they do already, though. Well, uh, they going help, to, they well, here's the thing: they're going to a show. They're doing. Um, oh, never mind. I'm sorry. No, um, I, I, they're going to two. They're going to Saudi twice a year, as opposed to them getting bought mm-hmm. by Saudi. That that's that's a totally different situation. It may be, but also look who's back in charge. Look who wants to get the most bang for his buck. No, Saudi no. money got money. Well, here's the thing: is that I and I and I said this before you came on is the the number one way to get the absolute most money out of a sale of WWE would be to sell it to a group of venture capitalist firms. Correct. Whether or not that's partly Saudi money or not, whatever. But I definitely believe that they would not sell to Comcast or Disney or any of the other big media companies, because I don't think they would get as much as if a generic ruthless venture capitalist firm bought them instead. So that's Disney, bro. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I don't think they will sell to a media company is because they will lose media rights deals in the future. Well, you can't be owned by NBC and be like, here, NBC, here, WWE, we own you now. Here's a billion dollars there. I, I don't see that happening. Like, no, but they can use it as a tax write off as an expense. Well, it'd be a sub. They'd be considered a subsidiary of it, but they could also use the parent company could also use it as a humongous tax write-off. So, yeah, while technically they would lose rights deals in that respect, they would uh-huh. lose with the ability to say, "Okay, this is one two billion dollar loss here," because that's how much that would be worth. That will WWE use it as a tax write-off. It would be whoever bought. It'd be whoever bought it. So that's, say NBC that's Universal. My, that's my that's my point. Uh, I guess you, I don't. 
understand your point. So, so WWE, the that's why I don't think they will sign with a media company. So you think a uh, a conglomerate is going to get them? Yeah, because like I said, WWE is going to lose out on the rights deals. But they're not because let's say for the sake of argument, um, WWE values that raw deal. Let's let's pick specifically say the raw deal. It's worth a hundred million dollars a year, give or take. Okay, if NBC Universal bought them with that in place, NBC Universal can say they're losing a hundred million dollars in revenue because they are giving that value back to NBC and therefore can write it off as a tax loss. And a tax loss is just as valuable as okay. if you income from another place. That's why I think it, it, it makes sense for NBC, Universal, Comcast, Xfinity, whatever the fuck you want to call them these days. It, it makes sense because they already have kind of something in place. The only thing I think that's going to fuck it up, uh, and somebody from the outside world, like... I hate to mention him, but Mark Cuban's got a lot of fucking money too. I don't and it wouldn't shock me. Mark right now is doing his own thing with that cost plus drugs thing. Yep, yep, yep. But at the same time, he can make he could probably turn that into a quick buck though. I don't I don't think he's I don't think he really wants he's got too many fingers in too many different spots right now. And that 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 is also true. Um and with all due respect to Mark, Mark is, mm-hmm. you know, a great but, capitalist, I'll just say. Well, no, then you, you also got to think about, like, other big names who have a boatload of money. Like, another one that comes to my mind, Steve Ballmer, former head of Microsoft, mm-hmm. owner of the uh, LA Clippers. That dude's got more money to play with than almost anybody that's not Jeff Bezos. Like, Something like that. That could be, that could come up. Do I see it happening? Absolutely not. I, I honestly think it's going to be somebody, it, it, it's got to, it has to be a media company. You're much more likely to have something like Berkshire Hathaway get involved than a specific person. So, from G- a, go ahead. Finish. Uh, sorry. I was just no. going to say that from a risk standpoint, one person buying the company would be so. Oh yeah. In terms of oh yeah. Risk, especially when you're talking about a six point six billion dollar company. Um, J.P. Morgan, WB hired J.P. Morgan to help yes. the company. Yes, yes, yes. To, um, to, to, to help them sell. Okay, so they're not they're not selling to anybody well, like that. Here's the thing. It does not say they hired them to help them to sell the company. It says to hire them to help them for a potential transaction. And a potential transaction could be no, could be them going private again. You just punched Chip in the face, and sure did. Sure did. You know, boys, we're we're forgetting about the other player in the building, Mister Khan. The other Khan, Mad Khan, can literally just drop a boatload of money and be like, "All right, let's go all in." It's not gonna. Nope. I don't think it will happen. But you never know in this fucking world. No, Vince will not allow that to happen. 100%. What what I said before is when they talk about... Go ahead. 
if he overestimates his value, like if he overpays on his value, say, yeah, you say 6.6 billion. And Khan goes, okay, what about an even eight? Do you think they have that much money? Dude, he's got Saudi oil money. His dad has Saudi oil money. Correct. That's what I'm talking. I'm not talking about Tony. I'm talking about Shad. Like Shad, Shad owns everything. Like, yeah, no, it's I don't. He's no. got a fuckload, but at the same time, that's a gigantic, gigantic just, risk. Just, just for his son to to say, look, I own WWE. No, it's not going to happen. Um, uh, my point before a transaction could also be them going back to being private again. That's very possible. Yeah. Also, a theory that Vince is like, fuck this shit, fuck the board, fuck everyone else. Let's just go back to private. Which means that he would have to buy out all his shareholders. That's a lot of fucking money. What's the market cap currently? WBE's <laughs> market cap is 6.5 million. Billion, billion, my bet, billion. And Vince owns. So it is now trending. Uh, closed on it today at a high of 2.42 uh, raise. It is ninety dollars and twenty four yep. cents. Yeah, yep. we talked about that. Yep. So we came on. It already jumped up with Vince being named. Yep. CEO again and well, acting also, chair. Well, any and I did a just a tiny bit of research. Any company that's even the market thinks is going to sell there, and it's a big name company, their stock immediately goes up. And that's why I think um, people attribute the fact that Vince came into the company, which caused the price to jump. I don't think that's the, the case. I think the, they saw Vince coming in because his letter stated that he was looking for some sort of transactional thing. Yeah. Rather be going private, meteorites deal, or selling. Now, yeah, I get that. Sell, uh, uh, and I just want to point out real quick here. In terms of outstanding shares currently, right now, there's 43.3 million shares at a price uh, value of $90 a share. That would be just under $4 billion to buy up all the shares. A lot of money, dude. They're, they can't do that. A lot of money. No. They, just, they literally don't have enough money to do that yet. Again, that's where Vince could go investors buy up these shares for me. It's possible. And that's where that's where the whole venture capitalist thing goes. Yeah. I you mean take the take the company private by having venture capitalist firms come in and be silent shares. Uh Insight Partners is a big one like that. And I think I I, I said that before. Uh Insight Partners has 40 billion dollars in uh, market cap. So they could absolutely without question come in and do that. So yeah. A lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. So it's just now a old wrestling adage. Wait and see. I mean, what's going to happen? I know a lot of people are uh, so, WWE are nervous about something potentially can, going on. Can, can like I make that. a statement? Go ahead. We have the Royal Rumble coming up. Mm-hmm. If that old fuck struts down at number 30, I'll go ape shit. <laughs> That'll be the greatest Royal Rumble ever. I don't give a fuck. Be better than the 92 Rumble. Wow. How dare you, sir? So, uh, never mind. I'll get it. Uh, I was going to go off topic. Never mind. <laughs> <sighs> okay, then. Be that way. Well, no, no, no. It's funny. My, uh, I, have, I had two employees that were uh, training to become professional wrestlers. 
And I said, oh, oh, uh, and this is when actually last year's Royal Rumble happened. They're like, oh, we're having our big Royal Rumble match too. I'm like, oh, awesome, guys. I'm like, so I'm like, what's, what's your favorite Rumble? What's your favorite Rumble? They're all like, they all said something recent. I'm like, what? I'm like, have you guys not watched the 92 Rumble? And they're like, no, I don't even know who, who wins it. I'm like, get out. No, I literally just pulled up a chair and just put it in the middle of the room and turned it on. Because I worked for Xfinity, so I can, I can watch wrestling all day yeah. long. All right, so I got, moving on, I got three more just quick user rumors that we'll start talking about having Chip jerk off. Um, Ooh. I mean, Georgia just did win the national title for the second time in a row. We <laughs> talked about that. I'm just um, I'm trying to get more of that forward. Oh, it was it was warmed up all night last night in the in the sports chat. Trust me, um, superstar Billy Graham is hospitalized again. Apparently, he has a bad infection in his ears that has spread to the bones in his ears as well as the area in his skull. Infectious disease doctor was uh, uh, trying to figure out what antibiotics to put him on. Everything. Oh, yes. What antibiotics do you want? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, um, I just want him to go out peacefully, man. Billy Graham's done a lot for this business, and I always just wish, like, for, for those guys to get like super old and just go out, go out, nice man. Just hopefully peaceful, and I don't want him to see him suffering and shit like that. Um, WWE is interested in Hamatonga and Hikaleo brothers from the same mothers. Please give me God versus Usos at WrestleMania. Please, 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 please. Um, Money in the Bank will be Saturday, July 1st from the O2 Arena in London. Best move they've ever did. Like ever, ever? Well, not ever, ever. Oh. But for a pay-per-view wise, actually, like they, they'll never get a main one again. But if for them to get a an almost in an I call it a second, the best second tier event of the year. That's pretty cool. I thought I it was actually one of the main five. I, I consider it a top five now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 overtook the Survivor Series by far. I, I well, for me, I always consider Survivor Series, but I also have Hell in a Cell as as my big one. I consider the reason why I consider Money in the Bank a top one is because it almost invariably dictates the top champions. So money in the bank is a top champion thing. Um, Survivor Series is probably the only one that doesn't do that. Um, They've made SummerSlam to be the WrestleMania of the summer now. And obviously WrestleMania is the WrestleMania of of WrestleMania. (laughs) But yeah, but um, they all have... You're, you're guaranteed to get your top stars on those four shows. And I think you're getting guaranteed to get your top stars on the fifth show now with money in the bank, because you kind of have to have them there to, to always tease the cash in on both sides. So, Well, well that's what I was also getting at with uh, not money in the bank, uh, hell in a cell. You, you, you kind of guaranteed that with all, but you didn't the last time. What was the main event? Of Hell in a Cell. Cody and uh, Seth. Cody, Seth. Yeah, which are, you know, that is the Universal Champion. Seth Rollins on there, right? 
Oh no! Wait, it was Cody Rhodes. Oh, oh no! Wait, no. Roman was. I still. That's what he's getting at. That's what he's getting at. The, the title's not on the line. I still consider Hell in a Cell big. I'm not saying it's a big show. I'm just saying that I don't consider it that top echelon. Okay, so um, one last thing. It is New Japan related. It's a nice segue. Sorry, Chip. According to New Japan Pro Wrestling Megastar Hiroshi Tanahashi, the January 7th Nemesis recording will mark the end of New Japan Strong Television Series in its current format. Hmm. I've heard um, so many wonderful rumors about this. It seems that overseas tournaments will be announced, at a, announced in a different form in the future. Members of New Japan Pro Wrestling and strong viewers. This is coming from Tanahashi himself. Yes. I read something about that on Twitter this week. What are your I, thoughts on this? I, I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts on this. Um... I don't follow strong that much. I follow the main, the main, but I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I got to see what direction it goes. I think the fact that you don't follow strong says all the reason why strong should act. <laughs> I was trying to get it out. That's what she said. All right. That's uh, it. All the time. Hey, I got one for news and rumors. Okay. Did you hear about the wrestler that actually came out of hiding and he's been in hiding since 2017? D- did he involve, does it involve him getting a better view? Well, it depends what your view is really is. What did Michael Elgin do? It's not oh, Michael Elgin. Thank you. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Not Elgin. I, I, after this, we'll talk about Elgin. Fair enough. Brad Maddox made his online appearance first time since 2017. Do you know what happened in 2017? Uh, Nobody knows. Nobody's watched that video or sets of videos at all. It's the page leak, which sucks. I'm ready for the paper toss, so come on. He wants to turn the page. Fair enough. He actually came out and actually apologized for everything, and he said he he was robbed. But it's the very first time he's ever came and spoke about anything about any of that. Well, we never got to see him come again. Michael Elgin, so I can throw the fucking paper. All right. Throw the paper. Elgin, go ahead. Guess what Elgin has decided to become on the side outside of a professional wrestler? A fisherman. Close. Stand-up comedian. Get the fuck out of here. You're f- I'm not fucking kidding with you. He actually started doing stand-up dates. In Canada? Yes. Well, Canadians don't have a good sense of humor. All right, paper toss. We're running along anyway. Yeah, well, um, when we come back, we will talk about New Japan's beautiful show, Wrestle Kingdom 17. Stick with us. We'll be back after this. And we're back, folks. Fat Man. Fat Man, this is a New Japan show, son. Oh, fuck you. Why would you ever do that to me? I've always done it to you. Keep doing. To it. be honest, it should be Chip because he's the New Japan Mark and knows how to speak Asian. But no, he doesn't. <laughs> Wait, what? You don't know don't how speak- to say IWGP Junior Heavyweight <laughs> Tag Team Championship? 
WP. There you go. We're we're not going to talk about how racist that was. Thank you. I'm just I'm here for the laughs, folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Wrestle Kingdom 17 in the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. We have a bunch of stuff going on here. But we're not even going to bother talking about the pre-show. This was... Two and a half hours. Oh, my God. So the entire show from the first prelim to the main event was six hours, 20 minutes, um, which was, frankly speaking, shorter than I thought it was going to be. Um, let's get right into it. Did anybody watch the pre-show? Probably. I don't care. Nope. But I started I do- to fell asleep, so continue. We do have to quickly talk about the nightmare that was that Noki six-man tag. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Seriously. Everyone was like, eh, well, I guess we're not going to fucking do this anymore. <laughs> I don't, I don't say that. Didn't watch it. Don't care. You should have. You would have laughed so fucking much that I'm not sure you would have been able to enjoy after that. Um, main of, uh, the main show starts with Catch 2-2 versus Sleazy's favorite tag team. Thank goodness. Not the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Leo Rush and Yo. Also known as Yo. Uh, Leo. Leo. Fuck that shit. Match huh. 10 minutes, 29 minutes, uh, 29 seconds. <laughs> um, Dave Meltzer, I do have his matches. By the way, um, we'll probably talk about this at the end, but Meltzer had some... His star ratings came out super fucking quick for this show. Meltzer came out hard and heavy with that jizz all up in his face from that New Japan. It was everywhere. He gave this three and three quarter stars chip start us off. What? Tim and Mass getting three and three quarter stars. Oh, this is oh god, his ratings are gonna be outrageous. Um told you catch 22 was gonna win. Uh my uh un- underrated wrestler of the year was Francesco Akira. Uh back and forth is good. Um you can tell that Lee that Leo Rush and Yo haven't worked much together. They they looked a little off in their um, chemistry when especially when you're going against Catch Twenty Two, which is like water. Uh, I'd give it three and a quarter, maybe three and a quarter for Chip Fat Man. I also gave it three and a quarter. I thought it was uh, good. Um, the roll up of death wins it. Um, this was Sleazy's favorite match because not only did Leo Rush lose. Buddy blood. And that's hard white. That that was vicious. Hard hard white. Bad too. Bad. Okay. So good news, bad news. Good news is I love talking to y'all. Bad news is didn't even watch this. So you know what? I just wanted to say my piece earlier. I'm out. All right. Thank you for coming. See you. Um, three stars only because Leo got busted open. (laughs) I match was okay i wasn't great wasn't bad um 
obviously I'm going to have a different opinion than most people because of the fact that Leo Rush is in it, but whatever. Um, yeah. Second match. And Sleazy came. Damn, that man's about to come. Oh. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, yes. The IWGP Women's Championship. Kyrie. Okay, okay. In the dead spot. In the dead spot versus Tam Nakano. The match went five minutes, 56 seconds. Dave Meltzer gave it three and a quarter stars. Fat man. Um, they did the best they could with the time given. Fully agree. I gave it three. They did the best they could for the time that they had. Um, so I can really say for the for the match, like, is that really? I gave it two and three quarters. I expected more. I know the buildup was for Mercedes Monet, but you think they would have done a little more with them wanting to showcase this belt on their WrestleMania and just didn't come across to me. The number one person that I feel bad for more than anybody else. Nakan or Tom is Dan. This was a two-star match because they went literally six minutes and it was an obvious decisive finish because they needed a rush to get through to the, the post-match. This was heartbreaking for me because I spent, well, you listened to me rant and rave and jump up and down and joy on last week's show, which by the way, people who watched last week's show on Twitch and listened to us on um, Spotify, thank you guys. That was probably one of our favorite shows over the last 12 months. We love doing those. Um, to, to go from that to this six minute, almost fucking bathroom break type of match was the biggest kick in the fucking balls to me than I could think of to literally, I mean, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're trying to establish this as a fucking big title. And in the second match, it's been defended. You do this. Are you fucking kidding me? And with all due respect to what fat man's about to talk about. And I know we're going to, I don't know how he feels about the actual promo, but this was one of the biggest mistakes they could have done with this title and, and, and setting up what we're doing in the future. here. Cause so, now you're going to put it on a show that they're, they're probably about to cancel. <laughs> possibly. Um, so as we've kind of alluded to this six minutes later, Tam goes over or, or goes under, I should say Kyrie goes over um, and then lights go out. Holy shit. The, the worst kept secret. Even Kevin Kelly says it on fucking commentary. The worst during fucking, the match, during, during the, match, the match, he fucking says it. Yeah. Um, uh, Sasha Banks now known as Mercedes Monet. Really? You couldn't go with Mercedes Banks. Really? Seriously? especially when you're going to go into fucking japan you need to do a monet really fuck you um comes down cuts this shitty ass promo um and does her little uh gory bomb into a ddt that 
looks like shit, um, stands around, poses for the title and to the fanfare of nobody. No one cares. You get a couple of people going, oh, yeah, such and gets a couple of claps and that's it. Um, Fat Man, I know you're a huge fan of Mercedes. Take it away. I the only thing I disagree with you with it was a miscarriage for the titles to do it. Um because let's be honest, Sasha is a bigger name than Tam. And that event is not canceled. That event actually sold way more tickets after that match was announced. That it like doubled the the amount of tickets sold. But I agree with everything you said. Like this match should have been longer. They could have done this in New Year's Dash, had given these women at least five to seven more minutes. Um, yep, her promo was the typical Sasha Banks promo. Uh her it didn't look like shit, but it didn't look like great at all. It just looked like, oh, that was a move that happened. Like it looked like she slipped. It just there was an article on what went wrong. I didn't read it, though. It's because Sasha didn't give her enough time to flip over to take no. the DDT bump. No. Mm. Just put her up there and just threw her back down. And it... it um, <laughs> and I just... Um, as much as I love seeing Sasha back in a ring, it... Sorry. I absolutely agree with Sleazy on everything except that one point. I don't think it translates. It's going to translate well. Well, here's I, the thing. They did the right... They made the right move by putting in San Jose. Yes. Because Mercedes from that area. She's from Fairfield, I think, or something. No, she's not. Uh, Bailey's from there. No. She's from Bo- no. She's... Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. From San Jose. Bailey's from San Jose. Mercedes. Sasha grew up in Iowa and then moved to Boston. Mercedes Monet, born in Fairfield, California. Okay, she was born there. Doesn't mean she's That's from there. That's my point. She was born there. Doesn't mean she's from there. That's my point. What? Okay, you were born in Rochester, but where do you live now? Atlantic City, but I'm still from Rochester. I was billed from Rochester. I will still <laughs> build from Rochester. You're a mark. Shut up. You're an idiot. It's the same thing as fucking Dolph Ziggler, who says he's now resigning in Hollywood, Cal- or Hollywood, Florida, but he's from Cleveland. Shut up. Point being. Doing it in America will sell more tickets, yes. Yes, because it's it's a name that everyone knows in Sasha Banks, and it's also a name that everybody knows in Kyrie. Yep. Because everyone knows who Kyrie is, even though they're not really know who Kyrie is. They know who Kyrie is. Um, but yeah, the, the, the point out of all this is here, here's my fear. They're going to give it to Sasha. Yes. I don't think they are. I hope not. I hope not either. As, again, as a fan, I hope not either. Yeah. But it well, reeks of new Japan. Point. Yeah. We're, we're on the same page, but it reek it reeks of new Japan that they will give her the title. Yeah. Because they think she's a bigger star. Yep. And the, and it, it's like, I hate to say this, but it's Tony Khan syndrome. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. It, it, oh, look, we have a new bigger star. We need to throw the title on him. You know, but whatever. Uh... I'm not saying, and, and I'll be 
with all due respect to Kyrie and what she's done for the business and what she's done in terms of revitalizing courage and fan. Yes. Mercedes is a big star. I cannot take that away from her. Is she a draw in Japan? No. Well, we'll find out. Nope. Um, let's continue on. Tag team match for the IWGP. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. Thank you. You didn't say it the first time. I let it slip this time. I no. didn't, actually. I'm sorry. I do apologize for that. Uh, Bishamon, the New Japan uh, World Tag League Champions, Hiroki, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, versus the IWTGP, and now only IWGP Tag Team Championship, or Champions, FTR. The match went, that can't be right, 10 minutes, 10 seconds? It felt longer. Um, Meltzer gave it three and three quarter stars. Overrating piece of shit. I agree. It was two and a half star match. It was to me. I got to look. Hold on. To me, I'm just looking at my star ratings. Yep. This was my worst match of the night. Wow. It was not my worst match of the night, but it was it was down there because of Kyrie. It, 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 it was an okay match for a house show. You're absolutely right. Like, it was just okay. Like, FTR kind of reminds me of, like, they need 30 minutes to get going. You know what I mean? So them just losing to one finisher just out of nowhere was just like, huh? It felt weird. Yeah. It felt weird. Mm-hmm. But Chip, what do you think? I mean, same. It just, it was one, I just, I couldn't get into it. Um, And then before I knew it, it was over. I was like, well, I mean, we all knew it was going to happen. We said it was going to happen. But I don't know. It was definitely not an FTR match that I normally want to rave about. So two and a half. So we all agree. There's an okay <laughs> match for a house show. Yep. Uh, most of our uh, tag teams, tag team guys of the year last year. <laughs> Seriously. Right. Um, match four or seven, depending on how you're counting. Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. versus Ren Narita, the tournament file for the New Japan World Television Championship. Um, world movie title or movie ticket title? Yes. Uh, 10 minutes and 32 seconds. Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. stretched the shit out of Ren Narita and won. Chip. Well, we knew, we knew it was about time for Zach Sabre to win a title. Um, Good match. I expected more, honestly. I was super hyped for this match, and it didn't hit the way I wanted it to. But still, it, it was a good match. I give it three and a quarter. Um, I forgot to tell uh, uh, Melter's rating. Melter gave it four stars. What? What? I'm getting a headache. Um, wasn't a four-star match, to tell you that. Uh, it showed... They have really good chemistry in the ring. I did like that. It showed that Narita is still... He's going to be good, but he's still got some... He's still got some uh, learning to do. Um, having a technical match with Zack Sabre Jr. is always going to make him look good. Um, 
but I I don't know what Meltzer was smoking here. It was a three-star match. Um, I thought that obvious booking is obvious here, especially when Zach hasn't really won a, a singles championship here. Um, Damn, they brought in so he could win it. Right. But once again, we're, we're sitting here playing how many more titles are we going to have in fucking New Japan? I hear they're coming out with another one. Yeah. Um, so whatever. Um, I'm glad for the win. Um, at the end of it, TMDK came out and gave Zack Sabre Jr. a shirt. Now he's part of TMDK. Cool. Whatever. Batman. Three stars. It was good. Fuck Dave Meltzer. He's a really piece of shit. Cool. Wow. Okay. Uh, match number five. Uh, holy shit. WWE superstar Carl Anderson and also the Never Open Wing Championship uh, versus uh, Tamatonga. Um, this was nine minutes, 35 seconds. He, he hit the it, sun on, on that ramp. Oh, my God. <laughs> that Meltzer, hurt me. Yeah. Meltzer gave this, and I'm shocked, two and three-quarter stars. Underrating piece of shit. Fully agree. This was way better than I expected it to be. Way better. I knew, I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't think it was going to be that good. I gave it three and a half. I thought it was fucking really good. Um, Anderson had the most heel heat of anybody on that show. And I loved it. Fucking loved it. Anybody. The crowd booed the shit out of him. It was great. It was it, 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 a lot of it stemmed from the uh, press conference that he had the night before. It was and absolutely yet, great. It, it flowed right into the match itself. If you never watch the, the press conference, which a lot of people don't when they watch like new, um, like Wrestle Kingdom like this, usually it's a one and done for most fans. When you're talking about like even semi-casual fans, they'll watch Wrestle Kingdom. And they, um, like Wrestle Kingdom like this, usually it's a one and done for most fans when you're talking about like even semi-casual fans, they'll watch Wrestle Kingdom and that's about it. They won't watch the, the, the buildup build up to it. So that being said, this was great too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I thought this was amazing. Um, I gave this three and a half stars. I thought this was better than the Zack Sabre Jr. Match. Yep. Yep. Um, which, which kind of shocks me with, what Meltzer gave this. I, I don't gave, understand why he did that because Carl Anderson's now fully WWE and not in JPW. So it's still a good match. It's bullshit. It's really bullshit. Especially when, spoiler, we're going to go into the other. Yo, dog, I heard you like trios matches. Times two. Um, Six man tag team match. Oh, wait, Chip, what'd you get that? Give it. Sorry. Oh, I gave it three and a half. As well, I mean, I I didn't find anything wrong with it. That stun gun on the ramp, I'm just like, oh god damn! And then in, inside the ring, I mean, the right guy went over. We knew it was going to happen. Uh, but, now, but now, what if Tom Tonga comes to WWE? <laughs> That's going to be the most hilarious thing in the world if they spent all this time. Well, the funny part is they would have if they didn't drop it to Tamatonga, they would have dropped it. To Hikaleo before, who is also rumored to be going. I'll take Carl Anderson and uh, Tomatonga in a match again. Well, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying that no matter which decision they went with, 
they're dropping it to somebody that was potentially going to WWE. Yeah, it's funny. Um, six man tag match. Um, Lij, Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. And fuck you, Fat Man. Before we continue, fuck you. <laughs> God fucking damn it! Exactly what happened. Uh, versus Bushi's the fall guy, bro. Christ. Tanahashi, Umino, and technically not the great Muda, but Kaiji Muda. So technically, this was Muda's last match, even though he had worked the historic crossover as the great Muda, and that was technically the great Muda's last match. Fuck you for your technicalities. Um, Meltzer gave it three and a quarter stars. Are you fucking serious? Um, he gave this three and a quarter stars, but Tamatong and Carl Anderson, two and three quarters. Stop sucking dick. Seriously. Um, match, in my opinion, two and a half stars. Obviously, this was a, a tip of the hat to Mudo and, you know, just everything like that. He should have went over. He should have put somebody over. I will always, I will always be that person. You know, you always, you know, leave the business on your back. Uh, but he didn't. So be it. There you go. Chip. Uh, same. It was good for nostalgia purposes, but it wasn't honestly something I was looking forward to. <laughs> Batman. I thought it was better than what it was than it was going to be at two and a half stars. <laughs> like I thought it would be better. Or I thought it'd be worse than what it was, to be honest. I was I was like pleasantly surprised that I'm like, oh, this actually is an average match. <laughs> I mean, you still had Tanahashi and Naito in there. Right. So, I mean, I think there was a good chance it could have been better, but it wasn't. Um, Fatal 4-Way, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Um, Taiji Ishimori versus Takahashi versus El Desperado and versus Master Wado. 16 minutes, 43 seconds. Dave Meltzer gave it... um, Four and a half stars. Cool. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Um, four. Um, there, my pick, Desperado, was a non factor throughout the whole match. Don't know, why he was, <laughs> don't know why he was in it. Like, he did nothing. Um, Master Wado, no selling a chair shot, was absolutely ridiculous. He gets hit in the back of the chair and just literally just stands right up. There were way too many count-out spots in a multi-man match. Yeah, that was kind of strange. But the action was your typical junior heavyweight title action. So despite his flaws, it was still four stars. Shit. Same, four stars. Um, I Again, I thought Desperado was going to go over as well. Uh, the, yeah, the, uh, the count-outs were... The only one that I really thought was kind of cool was the one where they hit 19 and all four jumped to the ring once. But other than that, the others were just ridiculous. It was a and, cool spot. But yeah, that's not liked about it. But that chair shot and no selling it, really? What the hell? I consider this one of the outside of the chair spot, um, Master Wado's coming out party. He's improved a lot since going on this tear. I'm surprised they gave it to Hiromu, though. Um, I'm not because on the at the end of the uh, press conference, 
he was like going ape shit bananas about something. Of course, I couldn't understand it because they didn't have any translation and it was all in Japanese. But he was like yelling at everyone and yelling. So I knew that he, when I saw that, I was like, well, shit, Desperado ain't going to win. I didn't expect Desperado not to be a factor at all. That was shocking. But yeah. I'm surprised that Taiji didn't win. I, I really am surprised. I, I'm I'm surprised that he didn't win, and I'm surprised they put it on Takahashi out of all the, the three contenders. Because oh, I have I, I have a note on that at the end of the show. Okay. Um still the, the match was pretty goddamn good. It was once again four-star match, um full of action, enjoyed quite a bit of it. Um couple spots were kind of iffy. Um, I the near falls were really good uh, throughout the the latter half of the match. Okay, let's do this. United States IWGP and United States Championship. Kenny Omega versus the champion Will Ospreay. The match went thirty four minutes thirty eight seconds. Dave Meltzer, famously or infamously, depending on who you talk to, gave this six and a quarter stars. Chip. I need your opinion. Four and three quarters. Um, I I love the match. I I rarely go above a five um, when it comes to star ratings. It was great to see Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega in a ring. The right guy went over. Um, this opens. This sits uh, Will Ospreay up for a champion title run, a heavyweight championship title run. Uh, I love I love the story. Oh my god! If you haven't watched the promo from the press conference when Kenny gets in his face talking about how he lost his friend due to COVID and how Kenny, uh, Kenny was over in America performing in front of people when Will Ospreay and everyone in New Japan had to perform in front of people that couldn't appreciate it, couldn't clap how hard it really is. And I performed at a show with people that or, or with a small house and the energy to be able to continue the show, it, it's hard as hell to do. And it was just, and it, again, the press conference translated to ring, not to mention the amount of hate and heat they have with each other as it is. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. My match of the night. Batman. Chip, you gave it four and three quarters. Yep. Okay. I gave it four and a half. Fuck Meltzer. Um, the suplex spot onto the table while it was upside down, not safe at all. No. Um, Especially with all the, uh, the situations he's had with his back. Um, the match went 10 minutes too long, and I'll tell you why. Um, it should have ended after Omega dropped Osprey on the exposed turnbuckle the second time. There was no need for Osprey to get 10 minutes worth of comeback because they built the story up to that point and then they just negated it by doing the comeback. If that would match would have ended right there, that is a five-star match. It felt like they wanted to put on some epic and it would have been an epic if they just stuck with the story that they told. And instead, it went 10 minutes too long and it actually hurt the match. I didn't. Okay, the bullshit with the six and a quarter. Let's throw that out. Let's get the fuck out of here. 
technically um from his star ratings that would be his second best match he's ever rated mm-hmm. outside of a, a kind omega from dominion i think it was i give this five stars i i it's not missing anything for me it's absolutely everything i wanted in the the matchup i disagree with the fact that um the 10 minutes of comeback i i disagree with that 100 i feel like that it was needed because you had osprey fighting for his life in a match against somebody that he felt was in a shadow of you know what i mean it, you needed that you needed that huge comeback for to tell that story in terms of the and once again this goes back to how are they building the match if you look at it just by the match itself and nothing more i would agree with what fat man say but because they did so much work before that i think it needed it to make it a better match and i agree with you there the i i i as well agree with the comeback cuz it made you think that Will was going to finally be Kenny. I disagree with both of you because if they have a series of matches, what better way for Omega to completely destroy Osprey the first match? It gives Osprey a reason to fight again. Now it doesn't. He had his comeback, and now it's just like, oh, now they're just going to have another match because this one was so good and everyone wants to see it again. That's my uh, take. It does it. The story told. There's no reason to fight now. I disagree with that because they did the same thing with Okada and Omega. They it's did the same storyline. There's no reason to fight. Well, there was no. Re- if you play that, then there was no reason to have. There was no reason to fight. I literally just said the reason why is because oh, this match is so good and people want to see it again. That's what happened with Omega Okada. It was just really good. I'm not saying it's not a great match. It was an excellent match, match of the night, but. No, I, I disagree with that as well because they told the same story after the fact is that Omega needed to beat Okada. And I think in this circumstance, I think it made it better that he tried so hard and threw everything at him and just couldn't make the, the, the one bit over, you know, you know, for a fact that Will Ospreay will be kicking out of the one-wing angel at least once. And I think when that happens, that's when Will Ospreay wins. Okay. I'm just saying. You can't have him kick out of the one-wing angel in this match. I'm not saying to kick out of the one-wing angel. Right. Well, that's my point, though. You, you're going to sit here and give, them, give him that non-comeback? Because yes. Now. He got completely bloodied and destroyed. And then all of a sudden he has it. It's not realistic. It's fighting. That's spirit. another thing. It is absolutely the definition of fighting spirit. And we're going to have this conversation over and over and over again with every new Japan match we ever talk about. Yeah. Because, oh, fighting spirit. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Because that's no, it doesn't. the point of the fucking new Japan style. <sighs> it was dumb. There. I told. I told. I pull you're, my you're excuse. Rated it four and a half fucking stars, you fucking is, shit. But you rated it five yes, for because it the was a perfect why, match. No, it was not. Yes, the perfect match would have ended ten minutes earlier. In your opinion, with your yeah, bullshit. Um, it wasn't opinion. 
It's not a bullshit opinion. It is too. You could, you're sitting here saying it's great, but it's it, it needed to end 10 minutes. It did need it. I said if it ended 10 minutes, it would have been a five-star match because that was the perfect story. Because now, 10 full minutes means yes, 10 full minutes off. of 10 full minutes of Osprey, no selling the 20 minutes of beatdown makes no fucking sense. His lifeless body to try and take down the man that's trying to take his championship. Two it's not years, even about the title. No, it wasn't about two, the title. It's it was about, absolutely about no, the title. No, it was not. It was Chip, absolutely. back me up on this. It was about how when Kenny Omega left New Japan, Osprey was supposed to be the guy, and Omega didn't think he was the guy. That's what the story was about. And nothing to do with the U.S. title. It absolutely did. Because no, it did not. The U.S. title was the absolute the trophy based upon the fact that he became the person to beat Omega didn't come back to go after fucking Jay white. He came back Omega because came he, back. Saw, he saw Osprey as his successor and he didn't think it was a success. That's why he came back. That's the whole story. Watch the product, bro. You don't even watch the product. First of all, you Chip is nodding his head every time I'm speaking. Chip, am I right? Yes, you are. And what the fuck is this shit? I mean, yes, the 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 U.S. title was Kenny's way of getting back a Will Ostrand by taking it from him. Yes, the whole reason for it to happen is because. When Kenny left, Will Ostrey was supposed to be the guy and in Omega's eyes, and he proved it by going to take his title, he's not the guy. And it, it, it he thought he left it in good hands. And, he was and, and what done, better way to say done, you're not the guy when I just beat the shit out of you? And Don Callis. That's was, the perfect story. And Don Callis was blowing up the shit out of Will Ospreay. How good he is and how how superior of athlete he is. Yes, but he's no Kenny Omega, and that's that was the entire point that Callis was saying on commentary. I get that. If you encapsulate everything from the press conference, the great promo by Will Ospreay to Kenny Omega, it's a great promo from Kenny Omega to Will Ospreay speaking it in Japanese and having the translator translate it was fucking gl- glorious, but. The whole story and Don Callis and everything he said, and the, all together, that was the perfect wrestling story. Then From, why did you give it four and three quarter stars? Because towards the end, it got a little real unrealistic to me. Oh, for fuck's sake. Boom. It was what 35 perfect minutes. story of how Omega didn't think Osprey was the guy. When he beats the shit out of him, it gives Omega his, oh, I took your U.S. title and I beat the shit out of you. And it gives Osprey a chance to fight back. Now it's just all like, oh, well. No, it didn't. I, I, I gave him everything I have. Now, you know, you beat me. It's not a good, that's, not the, that's not the better story. It is the better story. No, it's not. And it was the better match. Like I said, I think from the press conference to the match to everything that was said by Don Callis, it encapsulated a perfect situation. And it continued on with the fucking post 
match conference. Which it I was did, beautifully did, done. I didn't see that actually. I didn't either. Osprey sits there and bears his fucking soul about losing the title and what it meant to him and everything about it. Oh shit, I'm going to watch that. Jesus Christ. You sit here and complain about me not watching the press. Fuck you guys. Oh, you watched a press conference. I watched all the press conferences. You watched a press conference. Anyway, let's go. You're, to the next you're an idiot and whatever. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm always right. You're always wrong. Nothing new on this show. New year. Same old shit. Yeah. You're claiming that you're right when you're not. I'm right. Final match. Okada versus the champion. Jay White singles match for IWGB World Heavyweight Championship. 33 minutes, 30 seconds. Dave Meltzer gave it 19,000. Oh, no, wait. You only go, gave it four and a half stars. Still overrating. <laughs> Still over in piece of shit. I expected this to be better. Same. I gave it four. I mean, we all knew Okada was going to win the belt. Okada will be. That's a tra- not true. Well, Okada will be a transitional champion until Will Ospreay becomes champion. Which is exactly what I said on the show beforehand. Yeah. But after everyone disagreed. Series, after his series of matches with Omega. Yeah. I'm so- waiting to- so you mean Okada is going to be like a nine-month champion? That's a transitional champion? No, six. It's going to happen. Still not a, still not a transitional champion. I, it, yeah. A transitional champion is like a month. The point was that Okada was going to be the in in between person between Jay and Will. I don't think it's going to have a Dominion. I think that's where they're going to have uh, Osprey Omega again. I think they're doing a U.S. show before then. I think Osprey wins G1 and faces Okada at next year's Wrestle Kingdom. That's and what that's, I think. That kind of poses the question because that's the end of Will Osprey's contract. That's a whole nother bag. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to this match. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. <laughs> I, like, like, it was a good match, but they've had way better matches. They had better matches at G1. Yeah, they did. G1. Super show and freaking Ben Square Garden was way better than this. Like, I know it's Jer- there. This was it, Jericho Triple H. I'm surprised Sleazy's not watching the Golden Globes because there's Asians all over it. Probably. I Michelle's probably watching it downstairs. No. Um, but yeah, I just they kind of mailed it in, it seemed like. Yeah, I think and we I think we all said the US title show went on last. Yeah, Excuse me. It, it took the, the sales. Yep. White they milk. put the main event in the dead spot. It's exactly what they did. Which, who does that a lot? WWE. Well, that's what I was referring to with Jericho Triple H. Like, it's just, I don't. How do you follow? <sighs> How do you follow that perfection of a match? Well, with those two, they could. I don't know what, I don't know what delusional you're on. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. But with those two talents, they could have upped that match, and they didn't. Which begs the question, did Gato be all like, don't go balls to the wall? Probably. Because yeah. they wanted the match of the night to be Will Ospreay and uh, Kenny. Then why not put on fucking last? Exactly. That's, <laughs> it, it, it's such a strange fucking... I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. But because like, it could be, oh, this is our world title. It needs to go on last. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it was. But even they 
not done that. But in front of the, because when, 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 when it came to the last two matches and Kevin Kelly said it was the U.S., I was like, so what? They're going to burn the house down and leave nothing for Okada and White? <laughs> well, they did. Yep. So. In a perfect match. <laughs> Jay White and Okada wasn't, there was no perfect match on this show. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. When was the last time they had that? Um, IWGP. I think it was 13. It was the last. What? It wasn't. What the Intercontinental was? Yeah, one of them was the Intercontinental Championship was the top match. And and get to Sleazy's point that he said the last show or, or the couple shows before, they bring in the TV title. Or maybe in this show, they bring in the TV title, but yet they got rid of the Intercontinental title? Yeah, it's... They bring like, in the TV title. They have the King of Pro Wrestling is now a title. Title, yeah, um, yeah. I I don't get it. And then at the end, you have uh, oh my god, why is his name escaping me? As I'm, soon as the match ended, I turned it off. Uh, Dragon, fucking, what's his name? Shingo. Thank you, Takagi. Uh, come out and basically say he wants the title. Congratulations, Okada, but he's like I'm next in line. Good for I, him. But I'll take Okada and Takagi. <laughs> there it is. Uh, it was uh, Wrestle Kingdom eight, so it was it was quite a long time ago. Um, it was Nakamura versus Tanahashi. The okay. the undercard was Okada Naito. That was nearly huh. that was nine years ago. So, but yeah. Um, Wrestle- overall, sorry. Go ahead. No. Okay. Never mind. The math doesn't add up. I thought you said. 13 i'm thinking maybe 2013 but that was 10 years ago <laughs> oh yeah no this was 2014 um overall thoughts on the show folks oh what'd you rate the last match oh three and a half i agreed with you oh okay because i'm now writing down everyone's star ratings Good so you can rub in our faces Probably. so when sleazy says that his four and a quarter match that he has later in the year is his match of the year i could be like listen dipshit this match right here that you rated five stars technically is now not really a five star match. No, it's not a five star match. Have, that doesn't that, that doesn't work that way for one. And that definitely is a match of your candidate. No, no. Are, According to Fat what? Man, no, it isn't. I'm not saying it's not. We are half. what? Ten, we're we're ten days in. It's the best match of the year right now. What? There's no raw match that you could compare it to. I've actually not see. I'm not watched Raw in a in a little bit. I've kind of distanced myself from that. I've been doing stuff Monday nights, so yeah, yes. uh, yeah. Well, last night I watched a blowout. <laughs> That's true. Next Monday, my team's playing in the playoffs, and we're going to lose. Um, be glad. Yeah. Just be happier there. I'm not. We should be way better than what we are. We we should be in the buy spot. Chip, put yourself over the force. <laughs> uh, best on sports show period two with the fat man. We go live Wednesday nights at nine p.m. Uh, a lot of football talk. Gonna talk Georgia. Gonna talk Tampa. Gonna talk how bad Washington fucked themselves by putting Carson Winston two weeks ago. Um, gonna, <laughs> talk, gonna talk some hockey. You can find me. At TWS underscore Mark with four A's. Uh, fuck Ryan. Ryan. Back in rehab. Back in rehab. Uh, he's Ryan Buckgotch on TikTok. You can find him floating around Reddit uh, also. 
um, also with r slash the wrestling show. Uh, Dietz was on here. Obviously, he bounced early, but uh, you can find him on Twitter at uh, at legendary Dietz. I'm at TW Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And we are Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. Uh, videos you can find on twitch.tv slash Sleazy Fat Man, youtube.com slash Sleazy Fat Man, and premium videos on onlyfans.com slash The Wrestling Show. You can find all sorts of content on the wrestlingshow.com, including articles, merch, and all that cool stuff. You can get this podcast every Saturday morning wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and even Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform. It really does help us out. Uh, so with thanks to Deets and thanks to Chip and as always for Sleazy for the fat man, this is the wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Mouser. We didn't say it a lot in the show, but he's only a piece of fucking shit. Fuck Tony Khan because because <laughs> uh, hot dogs on a sandwich. The sub is on a sandwich. Sleazy learn how to rate matches. Just just learn how to rate a match. Like, you pull a match out of the box and be like, ah, oh, you know, this is an okay match for a house show. And then you light it and you throw it on fire. That's what you need to do with your star- with your match ratings and your star ratings. Just light them on fire. I'm a truth that you seem to run from. I'm an army of one. I'm a clip in your gun I'm the pain The pain of the game The blood shedding your name When there's nothing to gain